Hey guys, welcome in. Welcome in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Time is 8.13. It's February 8th. Happy Hump Day. I'm Vic Faust from Tampa the Hassle. Eric yeah. Johnson. Hey, we start a little late. We get Eric in studio from the get-go. Doesn't it feel good to start late? No, it doesn't. Wait, welcome to my world. This is no. fantastic. I was just waiting for him. I was just yeah, playing yeah. Scotty Gherkin in the studio. <laughs> yeah, I know you feel like crap, Scott, but you sound good. You look good. And too. you look good. Man, I well, love what's you wrong guys. with you? What's wrong with you? Why do you feel I, bad? Man, I woke up this morning and yeah. if this like is nasal congestion, yes. headache, light light cough, nothing major. But yes, sir. Dude, I feel me terrible. too. Sounds feel, like yellow fever. Me too. I woke up and I felt like I got run over by a bus last night I, in my sleep. I think you should wear a mask. Wait a minute. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I almost did just to piss you guys off. This Dude, that I'm, would be funny. I'm right there with you. <laughs> because us. we know they work so well. Mm-hmm. Scotty. Yes. It is not a joke that yellow fever is going around. Here we what go. Is, here we go. go. Here we go. What is yellow fever? I don't know, but I think we're going to have to she do She doesn't a, even know what she's talking about. We're going to have See? to do a comparison of symptoms. <clears throat> well, it's I called a respiratory ailment. I got the same thing, buddy. We'll be all right. Except you guys sing this weekend. That's, I do not. I Exactly. Like, yeah. I've been feeling great. Practice is great. I wake up today. I'm like, of course I'm sick. It's yeah. three days before the show. It's, yeah. it's a mental thing. You'll be coming, it's coming after you. That's I all right. Know. It's this a stress. Is, this is. <laughs> hey, uh, we always welcome you into the show. Cancelthisshow.com. Um, right off the bat this morning, um, one of our listeners, Drew, says, great job by Joe Biden. He owned the Republicans. Um, <laughs> I think you're living in la-la land. Um, even Democratic speechwriter said, outside of one who gave him an A, <laughs> that was one of the worst ho-hum, blah-blah speeches I think I've ever heard. Yeah. Biden's terrible. His administration is terrible. He's the worst president in the history of this country. His administration is the worst in the history of this country. Yeah. The speech last night. Lies. <sighs> lies. Lies. Yeah, and, yeah. More lies. and more lies. Do you know that Here the majority go. of his accomplishments yeah. were actually Trump policies? Mm. I heard no. about three of them. No. Many of them were actually Trump policies. The insulin. Trump that policy. was a Trump policy. Trump policy. You know what Biden did on his first day in office? No. He got rid of the $35 a month insulin. Oh, I remember that. A- along with all the uh, executive orders. He also asked, he-, he was talking about making jobs. This economy is not great. I mean, there's another lie. Um, he also, all he also um, <laughs> this guy is something else. He also said, I want to work with Republicans. Let's not fight for fighting's sake. He's a flat out effing idiot <laughs> yes, he and is. he is a liar he's a cheater the guy freaking on his first day signed more executive orders than any president we've ever had he set the tone for his presidency but america they must think americans are stupid and sometimes maybe we are because we accept it that i want to work with you now now that i don't have uh the house i want to work with you guys yeah Liar. Yeah. It's unfortunate that this country is as divided as it's ever been. It will not get any closer when you have a president and administration like this. And it's sad because we always, it sounds nice to say, can't we all just get along? Yeah. But not when you're in the back corner stabbing everybody in the back. And what was wrong with his face? Oh, boy. We're going to get into that. Um, I can't wait. The best part about the night was Trump trolling Biden (laughs) on True Social. Um (laughs) We've never seen a president, former president, or possible second-term president um, trolling the current president. That's great. I only saw three. Were there only those three posts? Was Four, that- five. 
four or five of them. Four or five. I only saw three. Um, then they took the phone away from him and said, stop yeah. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. And, and one of the weirdest parts of the night, check out this video that we have for you. Uh, Doug Imhoff is the husband of Kamala Harris. He's an attorney. I don't know what the hell was going on here, but Eric and Tabitha and Scott, when you guys <laughs> see the wives and or husbands of mm. coworkers, <laughs> do you go up and kiss them on their lips? No, no, never. that was so weird. Never. I, never. I, I even said to my wife, I go, who the hell is that guy? Well, play. And then, I'm, oh, it's Kamala, the second gentleman. Well, here, check, husband. check out the video. Scott's going to play the video and just, well, if we can put it on loop, just keep playing it. Is this natural? It's just another example of what the hell is going on with this current administration. I, I It's not normal. It's not, unless alcohol is involved, that is not normal at all. Right, oh, you go. mean you you get drunk and you start kissing people? I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have to. <laughs> here we go. Let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, oh, it's pineapple night at the uh, at the. Uh, <laughs> it's upside down pineapple night. Just at keep playing that, Scott. As we talk, I mean, welcome to Moss's. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, Moss's in the St. Louis area. Come and join it. You well, may get more than what you bought. Welcome for. to Newtown. Um, You'll love your stuff. This is the first lady. They probably kiss him because the other two are robots. Yeah. So, <laughs> probably. I mean, just you kiss on the freaking lip. That's know, a lip-to-lip kiss. And they know they are front and stick. That's not by accident. That's not happening by chance. That's on purpose. Yeah. That's uh, Why are we that's seeing creepy. this? Why are they showing us this? Why are they doing this? Did you know. see the, the little meme that somebody drew up with the heart? Around them, well, like been. in the middle of the kiss. It's the kiss cam. It's yeah. the it's the State of the Union kiss cam. <laughs> I looked everywhere for a pineapple emoji last night. Here we go. There, there is none. Here we go. Oh, Isn't my that awkward? God. Like I don't even understand that. I, I don't understand it either, my friend. I needed somebody to explain this to me because I, I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. The first lady doing this this crap. Who? How? How many people do you kiss on their lips? My wife. Yeah. Yeah, the wife. Well, That's it's, it. it's a very French thing. Are, kissing they're, on the they're lips not is French. Very, but they're French kissing. Hello. <laughs> uh, <I'll> be, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I wasn't watching any of this garbage because I knew that this is exactly how the. I was watching LeBron James take over the all time scoring uh, title. Last night, and it was much more depressing than this was, actually. Well, he's not even, he's only <laughs> fifth all-time in points per game anyway. This, I mean, it, yeah, there wasn't a lot of good on. No, there. I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I'm sorry, people of, good people have canceled this. I couldn't stomach watching the lies, because everybody knows, especially you guys who come on to this show every damn day, and you guys participate in the same conversations every damn day, that when he brings up fentanyl, you know that he could have stopped this at the border, and he didn't. When he brings up the inflation problem, you know that he could have fixed this. You know that he has had all the cards that have screwed this country up in the last 24 months. So my problem is watching something where I have to actually come in here and make sense of what his lies were. It was all, Eric, it was all so, lies. There, there is no way to make sense out of it. All he did was take all of Trump's accomplishments and try to take credit for them. Completely ignored the biggest issues 
in this country that we face. And he actually said, what did he say about illegal, illegal, illegal border crossings were down by 97 percent? He is he is delusional. He has um, lost his mind or not him, whoever his speechwriter. You is. can't make him take him seriously. He talks about China and how if anything comes at this country, we will take care of it. No, you can't even take care of a balloon. Dumbass. He kind of avoided that, didn't he? <laughs> he avoided every. I mean, he kind of avoided issue. talking about this the balloon. This balloon goes four miles an hour. What if a supersonic missile comes at the damn United States? How are you going to take that thing down? Oh, my God. We got Kathy Helbig strict of uh, real estate, experienced real estate partners coming up at 8 30 ish. But before we get to that, Tabitha, um, okay. We, you brought it up, and we have to look at this. When it comes to some strange-looking people, Kamala looked weird last night. Biden oh looked weird. Scotty, if you could pull up the glue face, because Tabitha, explain what's <laughs> happening. Tabitha, go crazy. If you look at, if you go back and look at the video of Biden, here we go. Well, this is the glue face. Yeah, the, if this you shows. look at the one half of the woman's face, mm-hmm. that's how glue can be used theatrically to age a person's face. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Which side is which? Well, the wrinkly the, side the one the, is the one with the glue. Eric, you can't tell. She's a young person. No, because when you say glue, I thought you meant like pull it back, like a face. No, 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 no. I'm talking it's about rubbed how on the skin and it wrinkles. Exactly. Okay, if right. you're wanting to create an, yeah, age I used to do that with Elmer's look. glue. I used to do exactly. that with Elmer's glue. The minute I saw, <laughs> trust me, I didn't even know people did this. When I saw Biden step onto stage yeah. and I saw his face, I'm like, he looks like his Elmer glue all over his okay. his forehead. And so I went and looked it up, and then I'm like, gee, they actually use glue. To age someone okay. theatrically, okay, which so, is how I found this photo. And then now we go to Joe Biden and check out Joe Biden because are you saying that this that Joe Biden there was something wrong is a younger person forehead. that they're doing something to I him? Don't, I don't. Honestly, I wish somebody would tell me. There That's is something, not even Joe You're Biden. trying to tell them. There it is doesn't look, the pictures of on. Joe Biden do not look. Like, there's four or five different pictures of Joe Biden over the last 15 years. Yes. It, it looks like four different guys, it, maybe three. This but. guy looks, if you look at the real Joe Biden, this guy looks noth- really nothing like Joe Biden. His beady little eyes. He's got beady little eyes. So what are you saying? His nose, I always is, wonder his this. nose is shaped differently. I always wonder this. Is he an imposter or is the imposter? Which one is the imposter then? I think, I I personally do not think. Because this guy was not on his game, whoever he, he was. He wasn't. He wasn't. So I don't, I, you know what, Eric? I wish I knew. I, I don't Kathy know. Kathy says it's called Botox, a bad Botox job, which can happen. If you do, if you get, but you'd figure it the makes president. makes your nose shrink? No, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so no, nose his, he is, has a completely different nose. Because one picture, he's got an arch on his nose that goes out. That's this right. This one, it's like coming in. And I, it's I, like, I, what I know, the People hell can say, oh, we're crazy. They can say we're stupid. We're just bringing up. And it's not, I mean, this becomes such a big deal nationwide. People talking about it on chat rooms. That when you have hundreds of thousands of people talking about it, we're going to bring it up and show you. What about Kamala? Check out Kamala. Look at her neck. Wait, can I, can you oh, sorry, can you wait ahead. for one? Oh well, we'll go back to that. No, Before, stay. No, see, sorry, okay, look at his forehead very carefully. Okay, it look doesn't it look like there's something under the skin? Like there's something at the top of his head. Well, hold on, hold at on. His in, hairline, in all fairness, that is not on any of his other photos. In all fairness, Trump went in. He suntanned. He ta- or fake tan well, he or whatever. Used tanning solution. He probably used every every instrument at his disposal to look as good as he could. That's not. I'm. I'm and I'm not complaining about that. So maybe that's the that, same thing. But we knew it was him. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Whatever's I, going on right here with Joe Biden's forehead, and it looks like that weird cap. Almost like they took something like an implant and pulled skin over it. Whatever is going on okay. there 
That's not na- that's not natural. Okay, and that I've not seen that. I looked through a probably. Is there a way we can get a plastic? Anyone know a plastic surgeon? Yes, we're bringing somebody in. Yes, we are okay. getting somebody. The other thing about it, Tabitha, is you say it's not just him looking weird. You think that it, it's him trying to look like somebody who he is and not really. So, yeah, I, to, I don't know what's somebody, going on. Okay, but if you look at if you look at this photo and, there, and there's a, did you see the quad photos? Of all the Joe Bidens in a quad photo. If you guys go to my face, yeah, personal no, Facebook page, you can see it. Yeah, I had this picture. I had the mm. quads ready to go last week. Um, What's the quads? I'll send it to Scott. Four really photos quick. of Joe Biden Over where he years. looks completely different. Mm. I'm just telling you, if you look at some of his photos and you look at the photo of the woman with the glue, mm-hmm. you can tell in some of the photos his eyebrows look like they have glue in them. Mm. I, I And I know that sounds silly and it sounds crazy. You just have to look for yourself. So this is the is this the Biden that fell up the plane stairs? Is this the Biden that uh, fell off? You know, is this the goofy ass Biden? Is, I, don't I don't know. I, don't, I wish I knew. I want someone to tell me because I don't understand myself. Interesting. What's going on? Okay, I'll take your word for it. No, I, I'm not. I have no pony in this in this race. That's for sure. But it is so. interesting because I do see him quite a bit. I see your pictures that you send out quite a bit, and I don't know. Okay, what to make Scott, of I sent you the quad box. Um, you can just do it. And then, so Scott's going to take that down. By the way, as we said, coming up in just a few minutes, we'll talk with um, Kathy Hilbig Strick from Experience Real Estate Partners. Um, it, okay, Tabitha, I get it. So you just said that since it looks so bad, I used to work with somebody whose Botox was so bad, it kind of looked like that. Like but, Madonna. But I, but I, but I knew. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's That's going a whole on with it. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Those I've are been going like to forehead implants. That ain't Botox. I've been like, going. She looks like I've been going three days now. Did you see I've the quad seen, box? Uh, Just pop it up whenever you get it, Scott. It's oh, there it is. Okay, what do you want to talk about with this, Tabitha? Okay, Tab, go go crazy. Just how different all of these photos look, and if you take it, the one in the top right corner. And really look at it. Yeah. It looks just like the lady with the glue on her face. Okay. What about the one on the left? Is it, which which is the which? The one on the top left is Joe Biden when he was vice president. Okay. And I do see a different nose. They are different noses. Okay. So and what are they, brothers? Side side, I have, are they doppelgangers? What I'm, are they? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he had a nose job. I don't know. Kathy, welcome to the show, by the way. Kathy's, Kathy's like, I'm studio. out of here. Kathy, you guys are Kathy, all crazy. Kathy's like, uh, the weirdest <laughs> thing I thought we were going to talk about was barn dominiums. <laughs> Scotty, while we're up, before we get to Kathy, can we go to Tab of the One to talk about oh Kamala's next? All right, so before I show this, I got to let everybody know that I have to, like, I should probably publicly apologize to my wife. Why? Publicly because, apologize to your wife. So last night, okay, here's the picture. So I turn this on, and she comes in and sits down, and the first thing she says is, what's wrong with her neck? Look oh at boy. it. She's got a mask on. Like, da 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 And I'm like, I go, will you quit with the conspiracy crap? I said, sit down, or I'm turning this off because I don't need this kind of stress. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the next thing I know, she's sending pictures of it. She's, I'm like, oh, my Lord. Well, people, oh. were like, messaging, I'm sorry, honey. people were messaging me. Can it just be a big neck and, and an older like, neck? What's yes. wrong with Cammy's neck? I don't know. It's a pretty yes. defined line, and it was very Well, strange. there's like a piece that sticks out. I don't have oh a piece God. of my neck that sticks out. If it wasn't for these zany kids, I would have gotten away yes. with that. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Nice. Outstanding. Well, no, Kamala so, so the wrong way. Kamala's neck. Come on, this is disgusting. It, it, Kamala's neck has been kind of odd for many years. I have I, no issue with the neck. The the Biden okay. pictures of with four different guys. That that's the one. I'm like, okay, I can I could study that a little more. Don't, sometimes sometimes nature is not nice to all of us. How's that? Sound? That's the truth. You all right with that? I mean, I don't look the same as I did back when I was 20. 
for no, and it, nor do sure. any of us. Nor you do know? any of us. So I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be uh, pissed off about Biden's policies and not the way he looks. Okay, I think his plastic surgeon's done a fantastic job. His brain, <laughs> his brain surgeon, not so good. Um. Well, you know who always seems like pretty damn good. It's Kathy Hilbig Stray. Oh yes. Uh, Kathy's she nice. Kathy's <laughs> getting set nice. up in the studio. Kathy, are we really going to start talking barn dominiums today, or do no, we have something else we to talk are, about? We got to put that off a week. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm, I am completely done with my barn dominium talk. I thought it was going to go farther than Why don't it did. I I thought it was going to go farther than it did, but it didn't. Actually, okay. Eric, I've been I'm sent out. by listeners and viewers yes. two videos, two more videos. Yes. Of barn dominiums and people who focus on barn dominiums. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't you want to? So do we, that? so we can hit barn dominiums up next week. Sure, ladies she and gentlemen. She doesn't want to do that. She doesn't want to. Do I don't that. think Kathy has a lot of barn dominiums in her inventory. It's, it's not my specialty, man. She's got more. She's got more interesting things to talk about, and she's going to sell me on something completely and different. And there's so much to talk about. Yes. Where do you want to start today? By the way, Kathy Helbig Strict. She is the owner, the CEO, the boss, the big mama. From Experience Real Estate I see your, Partners. I see your billboard every day. Do you? She's don't, all over one? the place. Don't you feel so? You, don't you feel important? Charles? Yes. Chesterfield? Yeah. Yeah. The big boy. When? <laughs> don't you, you Where feel, don't you see her? I know. There's like a thousand cars there, and you go, "That's me." What you got? What again? If you have any questions throughout the segment, just let us know. Jump in. Every week that Kathy joins us, you guys are like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. I need so much. Mm -hmm. If there's anything real estate related, anything mortgage related, contact her team. Um, You don't want to waste time and you certainly don't want to make mistakes. And I think we've all been through the real estate process and realized, oh, man, I'd probably do that a little bit different. That's why we bring Kathy in here. Where are we starting today, our friend? Well, let's just start with a quick little update of the market because everyone okay. that's the first that's question, the question everybody asked whenever i meet them and, and uh, this week uh, again we're seeing see less inventory inventory is down slightly so we've had, so we've had a, you know every single week we've had a decrease in inventory can you start that over for our listeners because we had some sound that went bad just for a second, sure. for a nanosecond. and i didn't want anything to go bad from that standpoint scott's no going to come back in i do remember two weeks ago you said i think there was around what, 352 homes available throughout the St. Louis metro area last No, 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 week. no, no. It was less than that. And then last week it was less, I thought. It was less. It started like 380-something, like then, then it was 360-something, and, right and right now, as we speak, it is 341 new listings. But the good news is last week we had 98 coming soon. We have 116 coming soon. So it's starting to tick up ever so slightly. Wow. But he, the other good news is there's more pending sales. Are we still not having sound? No, we're, no, we're okay. good. Sounds good now. <laughs> If you see me looking weird, that's me and Scott looking at each other. It's me me disgusted with the market in St. Louis, man. We've got to get some inventory. But it was, so how long, you said 98 are coming when? Uh, 98 last week were coming soon. And 116 this week. So we have a little bit more, meaning they're in the queue. So let me explain a little bit, because this is one of the things I kind of want to touch on too. People get confused about the different terminology in real estate. Uh, sometimes you'll see, you know, contingent, mm-hmm. uh, you'll see pending, you see uh, coming soon. Yeah, see, I see that a lot now. A lot. So then there, there is another category that the public doesn't see. Okay. And that's called withheld. Mm. So, and that's something new in the last couple of years. Uh, what happened is the National Association of Realtors stepped in 
uh, gosh, I think it was 2020, <coughs> and basically said, we're tired of all these off-market houses selling without them going through the MLS funnel. So okay, whose problem is that? First of all, and that, that that would I would be, would guess be a relationship they, between investors and real estate or people they know telling them before it hits no, the market. So, the so MLS. let me way back up. So about seven or eight years ago, when we we really kind of came out of the two thousand and eight yes. slump and we started mm-hmm. to see a pretty active market. Yes. Um, that's about the time that social media really, really took off. So, for an example, I'll speak for myself. Back then, I could go on a listing appointment, right. find a house that maybe needs some work to be done. Okay. So, typically, you know, people people try to do that stuff first, and then they call you, and then I walk in and go, oh, God, I wish you would have called me first, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So, we started marketing people like, let us in first because mm-hmm. we want to guide you on what to do to sell your home. So now we're in these doors, sometimes months before these houses are ready to go on the market. Okay. So there were no restrictions back then on how to how you could market a home for sale. So as long as I had had it listed, I could put a sign in the yard, yep. and this is where the birth of Coming Soon came from. You could put a sign in the yard, slap a sign on it that says Coming Soon. No days on the market are counting because you're not parked in the MLS, which is the agent-facing Okay. Um, system that yes. that puts all the the properties in there. That system feeds to Zillow, Realtor.com, truly mm-hmm. all that stuff, right? So that's where people get it from. So the first stop is MLS, then it's syndication. Gotcha. So back then I could skip the MLS at first because I don't want to park a house in there for four months while mm-hmm. I'm getting it ready. Now the days on the market are ticking when you're not yes. even trying to yes. sell it. So yes, now yes, that yes. hurts the consumer to do that. Gotcha. So what I could do because we have such a big following in the area. I could post it on my social media and get all kinds of attention on it without the MLS. Mm. So oftentimes we would sell these properties before they went into the data of the MLS system. So people started abusing that. They started, you know, the pocket listings started coming out of, well, hey, if I don't list it and let all these other realtors know... And I just save it for myself and bring my buyers. I get to keep the full commission. Correct. Splitting the commission. So with anything that's good, people abuse it, right? Okay. So that became abused over that time. That sucks. It does suck. <laughs> it does. So, uh, and then other things were abused. And then the, the, the MLS is crying foul of like, we now don't have all the data. Now there's a percentage of homes that are selling off market. So you can't, when you go to do your comparables and things like that, yeah. it's not easily found. Mm-hmm. It's not found what they sold for. And then they also, again, was trying to protect the consumer against pocket listings. And is it really best for the consumer to only be marketed to a percentage of people versus yeah. as many people as you're going to get when you go into the MLS yeah. syndication. So there became this big vote on it. It was a huge ordeal, and they passed a, a rule called clear cooperation. And what that does is it requires um, you can, it requires agents to, when you list a property, it must go in the MLS in some form or fashion within a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So they had to create these new categories. So one of them is withheld. So for the same example I gave you, I go in, there's four months out because i got to replace floors, paint, do the kitchen cabinets, whatever. Now we've got four months, but but when I'm doing that work, I need to be under contract with those people because I've many a times back in the day have gone in and helped people remodel their whole house and then they end up selling it without me mm-hmm. or something else. So 
you, you got to get under. <laughs> yeah, happens. <laughs> or they go, never mind, we're not moving. And I'm like, I just worked for free for mm-hmm. four months and brought in all my you know, people. Yeah. So, um, so you get them under contract to do all that stuff. But now the MLS, as you said, you got to park it somewhere where you don't want the days to count. So they created this category called withheld. So withheld means it is listed. We do have the data. It's coming eventually in the MLS because now it's been categorized. Yeah. But no public marketing can happen. No showings can happen. Mm. It's literally a, a prepare type of category. Yeah. But your own brokerage can see all those houses. So when the inventory went a couple years ago, that's right about the time cooperation happened. So all those coming soon houses, at first you could show those and they changed that rule later. Now you can't even show the coming soon houses. Yeah. So you need a realtor to be able to maneuver all this stuff that the consumer doesn't know on the back end of how we can and can't market your house. Gosh. Because once you learn how to do all this, you can learn the process of, coming in through the withheld, get a little bit of exposure. That helps us determine are we priced right or not? Do we need to do some more to more things to the house? Are we getting any kind of hits off it in a small little vacuum yeah. of just your own brokerage seeing it? Then it can go into the coming soon phase. Now I can publicly market it. Now I can put a sign in the yard. They only allow 21 days max to do that. So that's a ramp-up period that, that causes a frenzy, and that did help cause all the frenzy that we had. Then you move it into an active mode, and people can show the house. Yeah. Can I add something to that? Yes. I, I, I have so many friends that work in real estate, and I know so many people buying and selling houses. I don't think people understand how important it is they to have not. an agent and talk to the agent before you make any changes to your home. Because a, a lesson a lot of people I know have learned is they go and they do this work on their home. The agent comes in and they say, okay, you just spent all this money, but th- these are things that would not improve your price. Say it louder for the people in <laughs> yeah. the back, Tabitha. And somebody from the and somebody from her comment line said, I mean, Kathy's so knowledgeable. If I had her, I'd keep all these sleazy trade secrets to herself. But it shows you who yes. Kathy is as a person yes. and why you can trust um, experience real estate well, partners. And, and people the- don't realize there's strategy. Yes. I mean, if you're a good agent and you you know these things, then you strategize to get your, your clients' houses sold yeah. or to find your buyer a house. And you know, when you walk into a home, you can look at a home and you can say, okay, in this neighborhood, in this market, mm-hmm. at this price level, if you do XXX, yes. you're going to get more money. Correct. But if you do XXX, it's not going to make a difference. Right. And it's if you have questions, money out of your pocket. You, you yes. contact Kathy and her team at 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD, talking with Kathy Helbig-Strick mm-hmm. when it comes to our real estate market right now. Yes. And then, you know, the other thing, too, Tabitha, with calling us in in advance, you know, I find that most people have that, oh, I need to clean my house first. I need to organize it. Uh, I'm embarrassed. It's the embarrassed And that can cause people to hesitate calling. Always causes people to hesitate calling. And what I tell people all the time is we're part of your team of the before picture. If you don't think of us that way, then we're probably not maximizing what we can do for you. So definitely don't let that stand in the way. I've seen everything you are not going to shock me (laughs) to walk into your house Um, but we will give you great advice up front on what to do and a lot of times 
what you don't even need to do. Because yeah. a lot of times I'll come in and they have the, a list a mile long that's going to take them a year to get to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I can tear that in half and say, this isn't going to matter. This isn't going to matter. Exactly. Like, it's not, it like, seems man. like, I tell you what, it seems like just the, the housing market's down so much or the inventory. Um, you got these kind of um, uh, abusive kind of corporations coming in buying. It's almost like the homeowner's like, Look, I'm going to put my two hundred thousand dollars house on the market for four hundred grand, mm-hmm. and I don't care if I mm-hmm. sell it. I sell it. If not, I'm not. I'm just going to keep the damn right. thing. I, when when did that happen? Because I remember a day when I moved back to St. Louis. You went and looked for a house, and you might have negotiated five thousand dollars off the price. You might have negotiated some carpet here and there, mm-hmm. but in the end of the day, forty days later, you were buying a house with a negotiated little. When did we get into this like chess match of buying houses? Literally just in the last two years. Really? Yeah, two and a half years. Damn. I mean, before that, it was still becoming a seller's market, but it wasn't an intense seller's market like it was. It was balanced for a while. Mm-hmm. So, so that's when the whole social media thing came out. We we were able to use that to our advantages to expose people. But those houses weren't necessarily selling in a day; they were selling, you know, in a few days or a week. And then for me, I saw that ahead of time because running a business, you have to have inventory. If you don't have inventory, you have to, you don't have sales. So when all of a sudden it, it seemed to kind of quickly turn from that crazy buyer's market to where they were, you know, when, after we came out of the bubble and they were offering $50,000 below and you'd, you'd price it. The strategy mm-hmm. back then is knowing that a buyer's mindset is – it's a buyer's market, so whatever you're asking, I'm going to offer you less. So then you had to go in with your seller and go, so we got to ask a little more, yeah. knowing they're going to come in a little less so yeah. that we meet in the middle. What so about that, a no-dicker sticker system? How about <laughs> if we just really put the price on the, the damn door? and it's the, the consumer next door doesn't yeah. abide by that. Well, we did talk to a, a representative the other day. I'd love for Vic to just touch on this a little bit, but we were talking about the uh, – the Black Rocks coming in, and we mm-hmm. do you think there should be legislation put in the house <laughs> about having these corporations coming in? And, and it hurts you a little bit because they'll pay $300,000 for a $200,000 house yeah. to rent it out for the next 30 years. But do you think that we should put legislation in to kind of tap that down to let the people who want to buy a house to live in it? What do you think about that? First of all, I don't feel like it will hurt me because there's always houses to sell. And, you know, ultimately, if we keep the housing industry healthy, it helps us all. Mm-hmm. So that that is a fine line for me to say yes or no on because, again, it's free enterprise. People can go buy what they want and pay what they want. And, and on some instances, it's helping a seller out to get that type of a. And that's what capitalism uh, is. Yes. It uh, exactly. Because you know, it was me, Eric, that asked Andrew Bailey about okay. that. He had no idea what I was talking about. Hopefully he'll Andrew read Bailey, into the, it. Andrew Bailey, the, the Missouri, Missouri Attorney General. General. Yeah. It, it, hopefully he'll read into it. But, but yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to promote anything that's going to hurt your sales, of course. Yeah. No, I'm not worried about it. It's out there. It's happening. Nothing's stopping it right now. Yeah, I, I always feel a little sorry for seeing a house in the middle of a subdivision that's rented by a company that, that deals with apartment buildings. I really do. It, I, I always feel in my heart like it hurts the the community. It hurts people trying to actually sell and buy houses for real. It, it, but there it, are good renters yeah, out there, too. Yeah. You know, there's some good people I who do rent those I think that is a mindset in the past that's mm-hmm. probably going to be different now because our real estate world and our homeownership world is changing. And a lot of real estate agents help people rent yes, homes. Correct. You and know, if they're renting homes in the neighborhoods that are have HOAs, 
then at least there's still some restrictions on what the property is looking like. Okay. Ultimately, it can look one way inside, and that's not affecting you as a neighbor. It's what it looks like on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that does affect you. I'm telling you, we, we list house all day long when the, when Sanford and Son lives next door. Right. It's, <laughs> it's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, so. you let us know today when you're good to take uh, viewer questions after the sure. topics that you're trying to cover sure, as well. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I'm I'm ready whenever. Okay. We got off on a side tangent of my and, my categories. And but, by uh, the way, at some point, when do we get your husband in to talk about the mortgage industry? <laughs> he's in the audience today, but he's grounded right now. He so. is. Well, we had well we had Steve Strick on our radio show, and he was fabulous. Yes. Very soon, where he's in a little transition right now, so he gets to be in the audience. Today. Yes, <laughs> I put him on the spot though because not, nah, but I hadn't I talked to anybody. I knew no, I haven't talked to anybody who knows as much about the mortgage industry. Yes, he is very either very knowledgeable. besides your husband. I got so many questions for him right now. It's I <laughs> sick, Kathy. Save from our uh, cancel this comment line, when is the housing price going to bust? Quote inflation, bubble bursting, any ideas, any advice to give no. people how to tell? I don't feel there's going to, and it's not just me, it's based on the insiders that I listen to as well. It doesn't seem to be that there's an imminent bubble per se, because we still have the supply and demand that it's so far off balance mm-hmm. that that's what is going to prevent us from going into yeah. a bubble. The last bubble was economically driven it was mortgage there was all kinds of things that were going on that we a lot of people have equity in their house and they didn't have equity then Um, we're going to see it balance in ebbs and flows like we saw it come to a screeching almost stop last fall then our december was pretty good now our january is a little bit slow again but the predictions are like we we were involved in an offer yesterday that had 30 offers on it Mm -hmm. So we are in the St. Louis area. Yeah, we are expecting. Oh my gosh! That to heat 30? back up. I again. saw a dilapidated house. It looked like a crack house. It was they wanted three hundred thousand dollars for downtown St. Louis. Oh, yeah, housing yeah. is so expensive. I cannot. Yeah, and I was. And we're not going backwards, guys. We're not going to yeah, go my, back to what our prices were four years ago. So, so four. Where was that? Can you tell us the location in regards to the town of where you had thirty uh, offers? Yeah, that was home in St. Charles. Okay. It's it's happening. What all is over. the medium cost of a house these days? Gosh, where are Because I remember four That's years, a great point. Yeah. Where uh, I would say six years ago, the medium house of a, of a St. Charles house was about $160,000, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Net anymore. No, you're in the twos. <laughs> Prices, like she said, they're never, yeah. and they're median, never going to go and to And median actually sounds way lower than what most of us are dealing with, too. Um, like St. Louis, I remember for the longest time, was 168000 and I'm like, where can I find a house for 168000 yeah. But it was the median price. I'm saying you're probably in the twos. Our median price um, used to always be what we sold. And, yeah. and we covered predominantly St. Charles and kind of the West Corridor. Yeah. Used to be like 280 and now it's probably 380 Yeah. I, I would is love to Is that typical Midwest? You think Midwest, Most South? Of, yeah, Midwest or is Texas? Affordable. Is Texas still blowing up? Uh, Florida? Texas, well, yeah, Texas, Florida for sure. Boulder. I would love to talk to your husband. I know we're going to get him on you the gotta show. you got to stop that. In the I, meantime. I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. Well, don't I can't, bring up Vic. something we can't talk about. I can't talk about it. I have to, because it's in my head. You can yell a question Kathy, at him. You can yell a question I just, at him. I never understood. <laughs> Kathy gave permission. Like I told you, like, like told you last time, I just would love to know 
How, because I can't I'll, yeah, put you on the hot seat. When you look at the Zillow, it never said uh, average mortgage or uh, the mortgage $3,500. I can't figure out those people that can afford that on a month-to-month basis. I literally can't. Yeah. That's my biggest problem with the Makes mortgage sense. industry right now is that how can someone working, even at GM, can you look at that and go, yeah, that's a nut I can I can bite off on? Yeah, we were talking about this last week, hon, because he's he's baffled by who can afford any of these yeah. houses. Does that make that sense? That he sees on Zillow when it says what your mortgage is. And that's usually with, like, no money down, right? When you see on Zillow, it's kind of like taking, oh, is it 20% down on that? Okay. So... I'm just letting him. I want him to stand, ruin. I want him, him to stand here. No, 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 don't Go worry. About, he okay. he's like, man, I'm here to, for the coffee. <laughs> but uh, just ruminate on that one. And right, I was, you think about that. <laughs> yeah, just hey, think about that one hey, for Kathy, a second. Yes. When somebody speaking of people that get multiple orders or multiple offers, yes. when you you when you list a home and you get multiple offers, and this is happening so often, mm-hmm. how do how does a person know which offer to take? Let's say they're all similar, similar but some question. of them have different contingencies. Some of them have lower prices. When, you, when you're looking at 10 different offers, what is the best one? Great question. So going back to a little self-plugging here, uh, another reason why it's important not just to have a realtor, but who you choose as a realtor, is that exact situation. There's times, many, many times that I've had 30 to 40, 45 offers in hand and I literally and our team I teach them this way we sit every single one down we comb through every single one and we look at all of the terms the price is not always and nor is cash people on the comment line are saying if they have cash but cash really doesn't mean anything because you're going to get your money programs where you can not even have cash exactly lender guarantee your cash so that's becoming less of a thing although the finance contingency is something but my point is, I can tell you on the other side, when we're presenting offers to, to other agents that aren't really necessarily um, full service agents, so the discount type people, they are running with so many properties at a time because you yes. have to sell so many to make just a little bit of money off yes. of each one that my experience from a lot of other realtors is that... They're not take, they don't have the time that way. So, and I can assure you that that is not the best for you. You need somebody that knows how to filter through all of the the offers, Mm -hmm. all of the the terms, because what seems like the best offer sometimes has holes in it that will end up not even being an offer later and you chased everybody off. Yep. And now you're in a different position of bargaining because you're going back to the buyer going, please come back instead exactly. of, I write the rules. And well, you're having pre-approvals, approvals. There's so many different there's things. There's so much that goes into sifting through those and deciding who's the top five, who's the top three. Then there's conversations that are going back and forth with mm-hmm. the agents. That you're, a lot of times we're even pre-negotiating some of these before we've picked them. So we're yes. like, hey, listen, you're in the top 10. Do you want to change any of your, any of your terms? And they're like, what, what, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Well, you might want to think about this, this, and this. So then they'll actually change their offers before we even have to respond to anybody. Yeah. So now we're fine-tuning offers and making them better before we even have to pick one. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Millennials, Gen Z, they're finally wanting to get out of their parents' basement. Okay, let's say I'm a general Zer and I have a mediocre job. I'm a job, but I'm I'm a, I'm a 
you know, I'm a young person. These housing prices are so expensive. They come to you and they say, I don't want to rent. I would like to buy a house. Do you look at them with a cockeyed eye like, well, you don't have the money. You don't have the equity. Yeah, not at all. What, would, what is your suggestion to them? I'm asking for a friend. My number one <laughs> suggestion and the biggest hang up that gets in the way of millennial buyers is listening to their parents. parents. I know it. <laughs> I know it. That yep, makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> Do not. I'm sorry, parents out there. Some, yeah. of you, some of you maybe know what you're talking about. But a lot of people that are coaching these younger buyers mm -hmm. have not been in this type of market. Okay. So that coaching sometimes is actually mm -hmm. hanging your children up from getting the house that they want to get into mm -hmm. and from, you know, letting them move on with their life. So I, I remember we had some people like in the last two years and their, their mom was coaching them to make the offer and put in the offer that they paint the whole interior because they didn't like that it was yellow. Yeah. And like all these other things that were literally like cringy, like, don't do that. Yeah. Like there's there's 23 other offers coming in. Yeah. Yeah. You can't write those type of things in. But you know, the the mom was like, Well, well back when we bought our house, we blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. So to me, like be hire guys, you've got to hire somebody that you can put your total trust into. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's the problem, is a lot of people don't trust the realtor they feel like they're just trying to make a commission and and then that's you're working with the wrong person then because if you don't put your trust in the realtor are we're listening to what you're needing and you're trying to buy a house and buying a house does not necessarily mean you don't have to do a few things that benefit the seller if right. you're in this type of market and you you probably come across a lot of people who may not trust their realtor because they don't want to believe what they're hearing. Correct. You know, that you might That's be right. telling them the truth about their home. Right. Because there are some homes, and I know I've come across this with my family having real estate, where there's nothing you can do to it to improve the price. Right. And people don't want to believe these right. things. And well, and I'll get oftentimes, well, who are you representing? Right. And, and really, I'm representing you because sometimes I have to tell you you're wrong or your thinking is not going to, to get you to the end game that you're trying to get to. So we need to be able to have that trust between us that we can have, that I can have candid conversations with you and say, I get what you're trying to do, and I'm going to try to help you get there. However, to get there, we may have to do X, Y, and Z, and that may feel like I'm trying to get you to do something that the seller is yeah. needing, but if you don't get into the seller's mind or stand in their shoes sometimes, yes. you're not going to get the end game that you want. Okay. Well, Kathy, as we get ready to let you go, does that mean next week you're going to drop the bomb on Eric and his barn dominium drink? <laughs> no, I'm sure. done with that. <laughs> oh, I'm you, done with well, that. No, you, like you blew this up for three weeks. <laughs> if I do it, I'll do it by myself and you won't even know I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> you won't even know I'm doing it. He'll just next have a week barn I want to talk about new construction because that, oh. yes. we'll, we'll leave that as a cliffhanger. That is a hotbed and that is something that consumers do not understand one iota what you're doing to yourself well, they don't want to wait they don't want to wait but they also don't realize if you don't connect with your realtor way early first before you ever walk onto the property of a new construction you can be blocked from using your realtor in the sale damn i got a question if you want to go there real fast about there. i saw something in vegas it was bad it was a I don't know if you know anything about this, but it was basically a company that folds up houses, prefab houses. Do you ever see those? And they I've, put them in the Chinese containers I've and they not. ship them out to a plot of land That's somewhere. Awesome. 
you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I, I can It basically imagine. looks like a Lego that yeah. they just kind of unfold. Uh-huh. It sounds like an Ikea house. Yes! It does sound like that. Would you ever recommend something like that? Are we like, nope, I mean, not I'm in out. Tornado Alley here. Not no. in Tornado <laughs> Alley. That's true. If you're living somewhere else in the, in the United States. Maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. put it in the Lake of the Ozarks. And Ozarks. one yeah. final question. I just looked down, I saw a comment. Sure. Well, don't you have to disclose that you're a dual agent? Was that Did that have something to do with so what? So you do, so if you are, that's probably earlier on when I was saying... Um, if you sell it yourself on pocket listings. So, yes, you do have to disclose that you're a dual agent. Um, but I can tell you there are a lot of people that are thinking, well, if I use the same agent, then that means mm-hmm. less commission, and that's going to trickle down to me so people don't care about using a dual agent in, in some cases. Wow. But you do have to buyer beware or seller beware because that is a different type of representation. It can be tricky. It can also work. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't work. If you have an ethical, if you're dealing with ethical agents, it can be fine. Gotcha. All right. And ethical buyers and sellers. There we go. We appreciate it. Kathy Helbig Strict, 314 276 sold. 314 276 sold. Once again, 314 276 sold. If you have any real estate questions, you go to the queen of real estate, Kathy Helbig, Experience yeah. Real Estate Partners. Uh, Steven Studio, maybe one of these days we'll catch up with Steve. I know you we are. Voice. You no, have several are. ventures going on in your life. <laughs> Eric's going to want to talk to you. Uh, we learn a lot every week. We appreciate you partnering with Cancel This. And once again, if anybody has any questions, don't do it yourself. Call Kathy and her team. Kathy, thanks for joining us today. And by nice. the way, two people said you look amazing on your shot over there. Always. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, that, yeah, it's a combination Got of... my Valentine's I know, it's crazy. You look really good in red. You're the thank only you. person I know that looks the same as your headshot. I'm like literally <laughs> looking right above you. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. That is a great Never point. to me. It's never happened that way. <laughs> me either. I banned the funny. real estate glamour shots. I have to get <laughs> <laughs> So bad. Kathy, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Have an awesome day. Always good to catch up with Kathy. That's for sure. Uh, this is Cancel This at CancelThisShow.com. You can catch all of our original content. <laughs> of course, on our website, you go there. All of the episodes with Kathy as well. You can catch them at CancelThisShow.com. Um, and all you have to do is look at her. She's in every Wednesday at 8.30 Central Time. And, of course, if you have questions, throw them on the, the comment line. I'm sure she'll get in there and check. That was Chiefs well. Red, by the way, wasn't it? It was also go Chiefs! Chiefs, Chiefs Red. <laughs> Uh, here Central Time, 8 okay. to 10, uh, <laughs> Monday through Friday. By the way, coming up tomorrow, too, as we talk about people who have sponsored with the show and advertised and joined up with us. Um, Al James with Pixie Dust Seasonings coming in tomorrow, too. Can't wait to talk to Al. We've got some amazing seasonings that he's been working on for over 22 years. Is he going to bring his hot plate? What's a hot plate? And cook us some steaks or some Where's other Where's he going to cook it? In our kitchen? Right there no, on no, the No, no, the, Tabitha, the Tabitha, Tabitha, Tabitha. <laughs> I would never want to go on tour with you. You're the girl that would put the fish in the microwave on the tour bus. Oh, I cook every day. I, I, you know what I'm talking I, about, Scotty? Scotty, no. you know what I'm talking about. The, no, the, no, the no, roadie no, no, that no. brings the fish and they People put it in the microwave. People used to do that in the newsroom that as well. Never, that's not a good thing. No, that's that gross. Would, it's a, only ramen or no. nothing. A, it's ramen or nothing. I don't really use microwaves. And B, I... I can cook as good as a chef at a restaurant. You do not put I don't a hot a plate in a small room you. like this. You just don't I believe do that. I, I cook every single day. No, okay. I, I guarantee you do. But yeah. I, I want to add something before we move on too far. I love talking to Kathy. Real estate is such such an interesting topic to me because my family, we you know invest in real estate. We're always buying or selling something. And so, so many things she talks about 
are so important to buyers and sellers. No, they do. That's why we bring her on. We're glad that she's real partnered estate, with us. Real estate is kind of like the music industry. It's changed to where it's almost unrecognizable to people that used to use real estate way back in the day. And it continues. It, it continues to change. Years ago, I, I actually had my real estate license. Not because I wanted to. Well, not because I wanted to sell real estate, but because of, of my family's business in real estate. I wanted to make sure I knew what was going on so that I could manage those properties or know what was going on. I didn't know that. And Al James tomorrow, if you guys don't, don't already know, Al James is a fantastic cook. Yeah, and he if is. you go to his Facebook page, you will see the photos of all of his beautiful dishes. Mm. Yeah, his seasoning is starting yes. to blow up. He was on, a, I think it was Channel 5 in the St. Louis area a couple weeks ago. Uh, so he's going to be jumping in. And by the way, Eric, you've been begging as we do a little housekeeping business here um, for a Democrat slash liberal, somebody to come into studio to talk about issues that yeah. don't sound like you. Next Tuesday, you won't want to miss this. Central time, next Tuesday, 9 o'clock. Um, we have... Um, a St. Louis area rapper, uh, I think it's T Dubbo. Okay, T Dubbo's coming in, and um, we've got a list of talk topics to talk about. I don't know how long it's going to go, but it's going to be fantastic. Uh, I would say go to two hours. He he completely and, and, and disagrees let, let's have with it, let's everything have, that we say. Yeah, I'm sure he does. And this comes to what's happening in inner city, police, uh, policing issues. Uh, he thinks he, it's good. You got to start no. there. He, so he doesn't think it's oh, well, good. Well, we'll see. You're going to No, you got to start there. Chance. You got you got to go high level and then work down into the minutia with a liberal. That's going to be amazing. Monday we're going to talk with the Ethical Society police about state takeovers. Why I know we have listeners all over the country but in St. Louis. That's outstanding. So, this is the president of the All Black Police Group, the All Black Police Group in St. Louis. Therefore, a state takeover. They want a state takeover mm. in the city of St. Louis. You can't make this stuff up. Yeah. You so, cannot have a feud between your mayor and the police. You can't do it. You have got to, if it happens, you have one day to resolve it. Otherwise, the state comes in and they fix the glitch, as they say. That's all there is to it. There are certain jobs. I can't wait. Good job, Vic. There are certain jobs in government that if you cannot resolve the problem within 24 hours, you fix the glitch. You get somebody in there that can fix the problem. Policing is one of those problems. Potholes would be another one of those problems, I would think. Trash services, that'd be another one of those problems. Well, I mean, there's a, and a lot of it, This when it comes to police, it's about yeah. safety. Yeah, it's and, true, true. Yeah, and then it comes with... You know, I mean, smart news out with a poll this morning saying that the number one dangerous city to tour Here we go. in America, it's St. Louis. Boom. Now for <laughs> And yes, Eric, St. Louis is a is city that you would consider to, for tourism because you've got the Gateway Arch. They redid all of that. You've got Anheuser-Busch. I mean, I know there are things that you may have thought about in the past. We have one of the country's best zoos. Yeah. You know, they're bleeding. Right. And in Park. the summer... Cardinals, there is a lot of money that, yeah. that comes into St. Louis via tourism. So the last place you want to be is last <laughs> in safety. Is Tashara, she in uh in uh, Kim Gardner. They they really have just <laughs> so you anyway, know what and Lida Cruz and before them both. So, but there's I mean, there's no answer when it comes it to just, the city. I mean there's no sad. answer. And just reminding people that, so Al tomorrow we've also Friday's another big show too. We've got uh Ty Dennis with Clippers and Cops. Mm -hmm. He's got an event coming up in the city. He's trying to do what he can. The former uh gang director unit in Atlanta, retired, came back. 
uh, run security for the Rockwood uh, School District in the state of Missouri, the largest school district. He's trying to do what he can to bring younger people together with police to try to bring that divide a little bit closer to have communication. And then we're going to have an interview on our free-for-all Paranormal Friday with George Norrie. That will be playing Friday morning. So big week still ahead. It's only Wednesday. Letting you know about things that are coming up as well. Also, guys, March 1st, we are scheduled to talk with Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse going through some uh, legal stuff right now as well. But he's been busy. Uh, he knows about our show. So we set it up for March 1st. So as we get the guest, we'll let you know about everybody that's coming up. That's for sure. We're keeping busy here and Guests are still wanting to jump in and join him. You know, By the way, so weird. the governor it, said he had a blast yesterday on the show too. Kyle Rittenhouse and what was the other kid that uh, he he sued CNN for like eighty seven million? Oh yeah, Sandman. Yeah. And one Nick's. I think his name was Nick, Nick Sandman. Yeah, it's Nick Sandman. It's almost like it, it could become a cottage industry to get canceled and then sue whoever's canceling you because Rittenhouse is going through. He could write a book. He could go do speaking events for the next. But he the, could, he could the, be a guest at the, the Republican convention right the now. The reason why, though, they have a lawsuit is because the media lied about what they did. They yeah. portrayed them in a way that was not consistent with Correct. the facts. Yeah, it's almost like it's winning the lottery in some ways. You got to go through. Oh, a little, I don't know about that. You got to go through a little bit of pain, a lot of pain. But at the end of that pain, you get to write a book. And you get to be the face of whatever that is. So this Rittenhouse kid is the face of protecting yourself with a weapon. I wouldn't want to be him. I, I wouldn't want to be him. You know why? It doesn't matter how much money he may get or an examine. They have a target on their heads. For life. For life. And, you know, I can't imagine they ever will have a moment where they can relax. They're always going to be on a swivel. It, just like, um, oh, what? Darren from... The Fer from Ferguson, from the Darren Wilson, Darren, Darren yeah. Wilson, sorry, for Darren Wilson. You know, he, he did no wrong. He was completely in the right. The Justice Department agreed. But guess what? He has his head on a swivel 24 7. Mm -hmm. I'd like to talk it's to him. It's interesting you bring that up, too, because um, Corey Bush's guest last night at the State of the Union address was none other than Michael Brown Sr. And, <laughs> and I did interviews with Michael Brown Sr. and <laughs> as recent as three years ago. And I flat out asked him. I because he was this is when he was upset at St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell, who ran and was elected and pulled off a major upset in St. Louis for the St. Louis County position on the fact that he would reopen the Michael Brown case. Well, everybody just assumed, oh, if he reopens a case, that means there's going to be charges brought against Darren Wilson. Well, he reopened the case. And I'm telling you, Wesley's thorough when he go, goes through a case. Mm -hmm. He couldn't charge him. Oh. And then he was ripped. So Michael Brown Sr. and his group uh, came out and protested, and that was fine. And I asked Michael Brown Sr., I was like, so you're telling me the Obama, I repeat, the Obama Justice Department got it wrong? And he said, hell yes. Yeah. And I, so, I will never believe that. But, you know, I met, I met Michael so Brown Sr. at work. We did security for a <clears throat> couple of events he was invited to. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, but he sued Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Everything. For what? For for capitalizing on his son's death. Yeah, you got it. You're copyrighted for man. making twenty million dollars <laughs> on his son's death. Okay, well, you know what? It's a it's a business, as they say. Black Lives Matter is a business. It's a it's a business, and uh, this entire business has been formulated and, and capped on a lie. The entire Ferguson thing was a lie. And so I I wish it wasn't a lie. I wish that I wish that you know that we were talking about this and we could actually support. That what happened in Ferguson, but it was a lie. It was a criminal that stuck his head into a police cruiser, tried to kill said policeman, and got 
axed himself or he got he got deceased himself. That's the truth. There's no there you don't need to put a memorial on the street. You don't need to put a whole movement behind it. It was this whole thing's based on a lie. Corey Bush brought on our dime a person who is very famous from perpetuating mm-hmm. this lie, which then stemmed Black Lives Matter, which then stemmed Ferguson being a tourist destination in the middle of the country. This is the mecca of BLM. It's a lie. It's a shame. Well, there was another yeah. another big story happened last night, too, when it comes to, quote, um, you draw your lines in the sand and you know who you are. You know who people are and where this country is going. Well, case in point, a education board member got booted last night in the state of Virginia because she was defending the Constitution, speaking out against socialism, stating that you can't compare socialism with capitalism. This is a woman of Indian descent. Um, She is a Republican. She was put on the board by Governor Yunkin, who brought in and was expecting her to go through, but she was championing traditional American values. And what do you think happened to her last night? It was on party lines. <laughs> uh, the Democrats voted her out. I would love to know how that works. Well, it works where if you have more of your kind in office and in positions, you have the power to take somebody out. She said, quote, after being voted out, um, she said her, her whole premise was socialism is incompatible with democracy. It is. And because she said that, her Democratic counterparts voted her off the board, the state board of education. These are issues that you're... I mean, um, think about this. I mean, we get so many headlines, things going one ear out the other, okay, but think about what you're actually... You have Democratic school board members saying, nope, we disagree with you saying that socialism is incompatible with democracy. Her quote last night after being voted out, was, quote, I thought people celebrated diversity. And she's an Indian woman as well. Her name is Suparna Dutta. She said, whether it's diversity of thought, diversity of viewpoint, or diversity of any of the many characteristics. Yeah. She's like, and I'd never heard this word, I'm flummoxed. Flummoxed. <laughs> I have heard that word. Flummoxed. Flummoxed, I've never even heard yeah. it. Yes, it's like flabbergasted. Flabbergasted, Exactly. In shock, in awe. So she could not believe that that happened. So she was basically set to be confirmed by the state of Virginia last night, along with a host of other appointees, until um, her Democratic counterpart said they disagreed with her views on socialism. Socialism, communism. I mean... We're not a democracy anyway, but socialism and communism absolutely have no place in our society. Yet, the, the, the Democrats... The Senate Democrats in the state of Virginia, which was the battleground for parents and school systems, as you remember, when Governor Youngkin pulled off an upset victory, when parents said, we're not going to take it anymore with what's happening with our kids and in the schools. And then Democrats still holding state Senate seats, state Senate seats. That's why voting is so important at every single level, at every single town, whether That's it's right. a representative, specifically your state senators in the states. The whole issue we were just talking about when it comes to state takeover of, quote, let's say St. Louis by police department, guess who holds the keys to that? The state senators. That's right. That's why when you think, oh, that position may not be that important, they're all important. They are all important. And you know, this is how Democrat Democrats have risen to where they are. 
because they saw the value in these lower level positions. School boards, a lot of people, a lot of these folks in the Democrat Party who are socialists, they started out on school boards and they made their way up. Local elections are so incredibly important. And if we want to fight back, we have to get in at the school board level and we have to make our way up. I did. Yeah, well, you went to went a school board meeting. Yeah, he went to a school board I'm talking board about meeting. people who are elected to school to the school board or yeah. or people who are elected as mayor or elected as alderman. You have to start in these positions and work your way up because that's how they are beating us. You know what? Republicans are really damn good at talking. Democrats are really good at executing. That's they are bu- good at. They are that's good a bumper at sticker. You know why? That's a bumper sticker. They're really good at sitting in. Delis. No, they're really good at cheating. Hold on. Hold on. That's they're, the difference. The Republicans are really good at sitting in delis and talking about how they've been, how this country is going down the tubes. The Democrats are really good at making this country go down the tubes. There's no way that socialism works in a country that has the words liberty on its in its constitution or in its bill of rights or or any document so you have to sit back and at some point i have been wrong on so many things in this show it's unbelievable i i thought the backlash was going to be real it wasn't i thought the red wave was going to be a deal it's not. There has been no, a there, backlash. No, there really. is, Eric. You know what? No, because I think- I, talk- I almost feel the opposite. I think you were right. The, we, I think you were right, I Eric. I think you were right. Because you know what? You may not see it. I see things changing. Well, I see things changing. We have Kevin McCarthy as our speaker. Got Pelosi out. We did have a red wave. I call it a pink puddle. But you know what? Andrew Polachek, who joined us from Missouri Canvas, pointed out a very good point. They cheated. You know, we're we're not winning. Conservatives aren't winning because we're not willing to fight fire with fire. We're not going willing to go to the levels that they're willing to go to. Yeah. It's just a fact that we are very complacent and, and we have to stop being complacent. But I see small victories. We had these 20 that stood up whenever they did the speaker vote. They stood up and fought for the Freedom Caucus. And you know what? And they won. Mm. And all these little battles are going to add up. We are seeing backlash. We are seeing victories. Eric, well, give yourself more credit. I'm not kidding. Yes, I no, agree. No, no, no. I, 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 because I've had a chance to analyze this stuff, and I thought that, you know, a Governor Newsom was going to be kicked out because he's so incompetent. Obviously, that didn't happen. I thought that the red wave was going to happen, that the Senate would have won five seats. That didn't happen. I thought that we wouldn't be in a majority in the House of Representatives by five seats. I thought it would be 35 seats. That didn't happen. I thought that parents would go to these school board meetings and, and just start just start picking them off one after another. We're going to learn a reading, writing, and arithmetic. We're not going to bring transgender studies time. in here. We're not going to talk about CRT. This is over. Eric, Disney, we are doing the, that. Disney and all the corporations, I thought, were going to capitulate to the, to the masses. That didn't but happen. But they hold are. On, hold they on. are. They brought Bob Iger back. Okay. Um, what I think, I think it's not a bipartisan thing. I, I mean, I'm sorry, a partisan thing. I think it's, there's a group of people who are getting away with lying to the masses, the Democrats. I think last night is a great example. State of the Union, you just saw lie after lie after omission after lie after omission. And who's going to call Biden out for the lies except for us? Groups and then you like got us. the other side who has the truth on their side. Like if you 
if you want inflation to go down, you fix the you you fix uh, you know the economy in certain ways that are time tested. You don't destroy us by putting us in forty mil, trillion dollars in the debt. So you have one group um, in the way that I see it anyway. Tab one group who has kind of the truth on their side, and one group who lies to change the country to what they want it to be. You Eric, see, what I'm saying it's, I, it's, I see what you're saying, but like Vic said, you need to give. A little more credit to yourself because we are seeing backlash. We are seeing small victories. It takes you time. Take your word for it. it takes time. And you know what it takes? Generations it, sometimes. Sometimes it does take generations. But if we want things to happen faster, guess what we have to do? We have to start uh, not being complacent. We have to get off our lazy behinds and, and, and get to the polls and work the polls. We have to make sure they can't cheat. We have to make things so difficult for them that they cannot get away with it. In our own backyard, we St. Have Louis, to- Missouri, we're about to talk about how St. Louis is the number one deadliest city for tourism. Okay. But well, there's cities yeah, we, all across okay, the country Okay, if you're going like to do that, then you can fix it. But but yet there's a group of people in St. Louis proper and in a lot of urban areas across the country who it seems like if you just put the laid the facts out in front of them, they'd be able to fix their problems, and they can't. And that's kind of frustrating for people like me, who is like, okay, you know, we gave it a shot. Seems like well, St. Louis that's is what dead. I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. We we have to change things. We have to change things. We have to start stop being complacent. We have to get out there and make change happen. We there, we have no way around it. You know what? If you don't like crime in the city. Carry your gun. Uh, you know, make sure that you. Well, then that makes you, you the criminal. No, it doesn't. It sure no, does. No, because you oh, have the right. Come on now. You have the right to defend yourself. If you live yeah, in St. Louis City, on paper, guess what? On make, paper, make sure you have a weapon. Make sure you know how mm-hmm. to use it. Make sure you know self-defense because you are your own police. And Take you care fire that at somebody. And we had a guest on right there that got that fired at someone stealing his truck in his garage, and he went story. to jail. Uh, I understand That's not that. a different it was story. Wrong. That's not a it different was wrong, story. But that was a gray area. No, that was a very you, black and white area. Because, in my opinion, Because yes. what you're telling people to do is to carry a weapon, and in the heat of the moment, take it out and protect yourself. Yes. He thought he was protecting himself. Yes, he did. And he was protecting himself. You see what I'm saying? I do. And so if I took what your advice, to, to, if I took your, to Chuck was wrong. if I took your advice and someone smashed in my back window as I'm going to the pageant to see a rock concert, and I think that my life's in danger, I take out my Glock, whatever, and I point it in the back seat and take out the perp. I'm all of a sudden Would in jeopardy of not going to prison. Would you rather be dead? No, I'd rather just not go to St. Louis. Then, then don't. That's yeah, your prerogative. See what I'm saying? You don't have to go to St. Louis. No, you don't. That's your prerogative. Vic I mean, Faust, take it away. It is. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's it's uh, it's just as we talk about these things, I know they get ramped up in my you brain. You have to be able to protect yourself. And guess what? I love the police. I love the St. Louis police. But but you know what? They can't be everywhere. There's only, what, 25, 30 of them out at any given time Which is because why they're we're so ta- short-staffed. Yeah, yeah we're going to get we're going to talk to one of them on Monday. I mean, I we're wait. literally going to talk to an African-American St. Louis police member of the Ethical Society of Police who supports the state taking it over. There's all kinds of issues that we talk about on the show, and it is. It's one of those issues where, Eric, you have to start talking about things. And for the first time that I can ever remember, there are people speaking up, Eric. I mean, in a way where technology can be a good thing, believe it or not. Technology can help you get your message out Mm -hmm. since mainstream media didn't for the last 20 years. Now mainstream media is dying, and I'm not trying to be mean to people and friends of mine who work in 
those industries. I'm just a fact's a fact. It's dying. And the people who look at the numbers see it's dying. And it's because not all the sides are represented. And I think that that industry will be dead if they don't change their format and change it really quick to cover all sides of a damn story. With that being said, we're dealing with issues every day. Um, That's why I say give yourself more credit because things don't change overnight. It didn't take overnight to put us in situations where we are now where you can actually have elected, not selected, but elected state Senate members going after individuals who are trying to promote the Constitution, who are trying to promote capitalism over socialism. I mean, whether Democrats realize it or not, if you vote out somebody who's for the Constitution and promotes the Constitution and promotes capitalism over socialism, that makes you a socialist. Whether they say it or not. Yeah. I mean, what else is there to say? Nothing? You're no, right. I'm just oh. saying, yeah, I, mean, I was waiting I for just, the payoff pitch. I don't know where the hell, where the hell, where the hell Democrats think they're going if that's the pitch. But, but we don't, do you think we have time? John Didi on the comment line said, we don't have time. We don't have time to wait. Yes, it took them decades to get where they are now. We, they're going to completely destroy our country if it takes decades to fix. But here is, well, Glenn says CNN is the canary in the coal mine. I, I agree. However, here's the deal, too. I was with a friend of mine last night and for a birthday party, and I was talking to his parents. I've known him since I was in the fourth grade. And without getting into it all, the you're talking about two of the, the best people, best parents, raised an incredible family that I know. Yes. And one of them made a comment to me about going, oh, that person's a Republican. You got to watch out for them. What? And I was like, oh, no, Mrs. Such and Such. And that, that's what Eric talks about when it's the old school, quote, Democrat. And they're out there. Oh, Eric, yes. Oh, my. I, I told Eric the other day, I was like, really? More of those soccer moms he talks about are Democrat than they are Republican yeah. these days. And it, unfortunately, you try to get someone to cheer for a Cubs fan in St. Louis. If you're a St. Louis Cardinal fan, it's never going to happen. And it's just, it's a mental breakdown. And it's going to, those are going to be the real true stars in saving the country, the independents, the guys that are like, man, I used to be a Democrat and I just, this is ridiculous. I am not having my kids grow up in this world, but they're not there yet. Well, some, they're some not of there them, yet. A lot of they're not there yet. A lot of the blue dog Democrats. They're gone. They're not there yet. Good, trust me. They're good people who fight for this country as hard as we do, but they don't have a party anymore. They've been booted out of their party. They don't think so. And most they of don't the, think oh, so. Most of those they don't folks. Think, they don't think they're the minority. Some of them are. No, they are definitely the minority. They think that they think the Cory Bushes in their party are the the un the unruly stepchildren of the party that's what they think but the, they think the that democrat, they still have it they don't the democrat party has changed so much that's why i'm always saying in this country even though we're a kind of a two party system there's really more like six factions in this country people the, the democrat party is not what it used to be the republican party is not what it used to be and so people are flocking to the middle it towards independent but independent isn't even what it is either because there's so many people in the middle of it that call themselves independent or libertarian who really are all over the board take your word for it 
but I'm, you know. We we but, need to wipe the slate clean. And well, what you over. do is you have to go out and speak. Another story that happened yesterday: you had um, transgender people showing up at the Oklahoma State Capitol um, to go against Republicans who were voting on laws against transgender people in regards to uh, legalization and other issues, and they were making their voice heard. And guess what? It wasn't a massive group, but when you show up and you make a little noise, you get coverage. The story was covered, Eric. Yeah, did you and hear that Merrick Garland threw them all in jail and it called it an insurrection? <laughs> of did you course hear not. That? Did you hear that? <laughs> of no. course not. What? It didn't happen? No. Oh, didn't. my God, you're kidding they, me. They walked wow. in legally. I thought they walked the in legally. The doors weren't closed. That the was doors a legal were not protest. Locked. You got to go out and protest. Mm-hmm. Be polite to protest. You, they, I told you, these are... To, de- Democrats and liberals are not afraid to get out of their couch, put their chips down, and go and protest and go and demonstrate. Republicans, they want to go to their job. They want to come home. They want to watch Fox News. They want to eat their their steak and potatoes, and they want to go to bed, and they want to start all over. And then they wa- <laughs> and then that's what Republicans want to do. But it's a double standard for us because I, right now, as a matter of fact, on, on January 6th, I really wanted to go. On January 6th to Washington, D.C. I really did. But we were doing a show. I didn't go you for that reason. You would have been reason. in jail. And but I you could have walked out because you're so small. You could have walked right through the bar. I doubt no. I would have went into the Capitol building. You wouldn't have. I don't That's, think I would have. I know you wouldn't have because I, I don't know think I would have. I really don't think I would. You're one of my best friends. I know you. There is, and I, I spend a lot of time. There is no way in hell, yeah, I don't which is so why either. you and I debate about January 6th. I don't think I personally would have I known. know you would not have. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that I think that what happened to the people who did should have happened. That was simple trespassing. Yeah, but I know. but the bigger question here is on January 6th, on January 6th, the doors were locked to the Capitol building. You know why? Because they knew conservatives were going to be there for a peaceful protest. Well, they knew these folks were going to be there for a peaceful protest yesterday. But guess what? They did not lock the Capitol doors. They welcomed them in. That's the double standard. That's the difference between conservative and and liberal. Yeah, it's a double standard. Yeah. Why did they lock? Why did not? Why didn't they lock the doors yesterday, knowing these people were coming? Why did they lock the doors when they knew we were coming? I don't think anybody was scared of how many transgenders were there. Why would they be scared of us? They should be. You know what? They they should be. They should treat everyone equally. Yeah. And well, they, they don't. Well, they put a fence up around D.C. before last night's speech again. Of course they did. That. Because they're scared of us. I'm like, oh, my God. They put up the fence yeah. again in D.C. Uh, it's a lot of virtual signaling is what it is um, to continue the J6 deal from going on, which is unfortunate. But that's how the media works. That's how the White House works. And um, from the Facebook guy, Drew says that's because MAGA Republicans are violent. They are? Yeah, they're violent. That's why we're all in prison as insurrectionists. What about about Antifa BLM Democrats? You're not going to get anything out of Drew. Drew's unreasonable. I I, I wish he was reasonable because I would love to have him in here and debate him, but you cannot debate someone that doesn't have at least the, okay, I hear your point. You have to have, to debate someone, you have to go, I hear your point. I'm sure that a liberal would come in here, and if they were reasonable and thought out and schooled, I would go, that makes sense to me. Okay, Drew that's can a problem. You can debate him. No, it's you. He's he used to make his way to my old station. He can make no, his way. Uh, here. He's un. He's un. <laughs> he, no. The problem with Drew. He, he was offered. The problem with Drew is he doesn't. He can't. There's no. It's not. Ping, right. We were a re- debate is ping pong, Tabitha. It's as I hit the ball to you, you hit it back to me. 
the person that has that loses the point, the ball flies off the table, they go, okay, you won that point. I mean, you could go with defunding the police. You ping pong no. that one back and forth until someone wins the, well, there's, that point. Well, T, the rapper T-Dubbo, T check him out. Look him up. Check him out. You can go like him stuff if you want. But when he comes in, um, that's going to be, I'm just telling you, it's going to be a very raw debate, real issues talked. This ain't local news stuff. This is a podcast venue where we can talk straight. We can talk real. And that's why we're going to do that. You had asked for it, Eric. Yeah. We're going to talk about some of those issues. Yeah. And we'll get into some of the, the realisms where you can actually talk black and white and hopefully hopefully talk with some sense. And yeah. especially from somebody... Mo most, most rounded liberals will say, this defund the police thing is garbage. Most, most liberals will say, no, this is the dumbest idea ever. How, but they'll put that little however in there. That's why we have to differentiate. They'll put the however in there. And I go, well, you just lost the point, first of all. Get that off the table. It's progressive liberals who See want to I mean? defund the police. Typical liberals normally don't. Right. But progressive liberals are the ones. They're, they're the tiny fraction to the very far left, the fringe far left, the two percenters. And those folks are the ones who want to defund police, disband police. They're the ones who want to bring socialism in. And they are the minority, the minute minority. But guess what? The current regime that's in the White House is making all the rules for those two percenters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, corporate. I mean, it's, it's, I, I can't wait. Thank you, Vic, for that. It's a nice little birthday present for me. I'll take that. When's your birthday? Way. Don't worry about that. But it's, it's in the area. Don't worry about it. But don't, no, it, it, <laughs> don't worry yeah, about. I'm, I'm definitely not. Have to look no, it up I'm, I'm, now. But it's 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 cool. And if and I would like to have someone from all these. I would love to maybe get if you are listening to the show on Facebook or Rumble or whatever it is. Man, give us your damn number if you're like, man, I live in Sarasota, Florida. I'm a damn liberal, and I want the country to be socialist. And I got some good points. Please do not be afraid to text in to call in because I think we would all like to talk to you. And I am I'm sitting here giving you permission to change my mind. I am. I am not closed minded. Well, the whole, the I whole, am not. The whole aspect about talking, if you want to call it debating, that's fine. Having a conversation is maybe, just maybe, you may learn something about yeah. another viewpoint, yeah. right? Yep. And you can have a mature conversation. That's the problem. People don't listen anymore. I mean, I, I shouldn't say a generalization, but there are too many times where people don't actually listen. I mean, listen first before just waiting for the person to stop talking so you can get your point out. Listen, just see where they're coming from because everybody comes from a different point. Everybody has a different perspective, a different reason. I understand why the parents who were like leave it to beaver parents, the best parents ever, I get I do get, I get why, even though they didn't tell me that, they were ripping somebody, saying, oh, that's a Republican, because they're, they're, they're old, like very, very old, like, <laughs> like near 80 old, and that's how they always voted. I, my grandmother, believe it or not, my very own grandmother was a diehard Democrat, hated Trump, she hated Trump, and she loved Hillary Clinton. Oh, my. She loved, and you know what she did? She sat around and watched MSNBC uh. And CNN all the time. And I would come over and I would switch the channels to Fox. <laughs> and it, she, but you know what? It, it goes to show when you sit around, you watch CNN and MSNBC and you believe what they say, yeah. it will brainwash you. Yep. 
I saw well, the it, human brain. I saw it happen. The human brain is a computer. What goes in comes out. Period. Discussion over. So Eric's birthday is February seventeenth. Who the hell? Keep how'd that you date find? In mind. How'd you find that already? I asked someone very close to Eric. Oh, okay. God. That's the same date as my stepsister's birthday. So there we go. February yeah, 17th. Yeah, I was born on President's Day, so remember that. But Ooh. we won't bring in Fireball because of what we talked about before. Because it's poison. <laughs> Tabitha told us it's poison. Yeah, Fireball is not going to do anything From a story system. that we read online. But our lounge is going to be ready soon, and we'll have a little... A little Eric party. Yeah, the, the little lounge and special yeah, and special yeah. thanks for yet another company joining with us, uh, Carol House. So grateful to Carol House, Carol House Furniture. Yes. You'll hear more of them. Because we like nice things. Because we sure do. We, we like nice things. And the companies that we do focus on and bring in, they're uh, they're partnering with us. They, they like what we're doing. They see that you guys are a massive audience. They feel that it's an opportunity for them to grow their brand as well as we do, and that's how the whole thing works. So um, grateful, grateful, grateful to and, um, Brooke Dubbin yes. and Carol House for joining with us, and Tabitha's all excited about a lounge. I don't I, know, I I don't am. know what you're, where, where you think and the lounge And I want to remind everyone that if you go to our webpage, canceltheshow.com, there are various packages you can choose to sponsor the show, and guess what? Some of those packages include not only a tour of the, our facility at Strategic Air Services, but it includes a, a sit-down in our Carol House Lounge <laughs> where people can come in and actually watch over, the show out there where Scotty is. Yeah, but you don't want to oversell it. I don't know about the lounge. I mean, we've got a, I like the way it sounds. It, it sounds, sounds cool. really nice, the doesn't Carol it? Carol House Lounge. It's going to be beautiful. What makes it a lounge? A couch and a bar? Yeah, that's a that's a lounge. I'm yeah, telling you, that's a lounge. Yes, but we're also gonna have uh, all kind like uh, defenders gonna be out there. Okay, let's <laughs> joust. We'll we'll see. It's oh. it's it's a yeah. It's gonna be a work and, in progress. And by the way, if anybody wants to uh, jump in on our show ever, <laughs> oh, you know the shuffleboard would work against that table. I have that an, wall sorry, over there. I have an air hockey it. table. I'll bring oh it. Oh my air gosh, yeah. <laughs> stripper pole. Uh, if anybody wants to jump in the show and video link with us in to talk. I mean, you're always welcome. Once again, we run the text line at the bottom of the screen. The phone number there, you text that. Scotty, get you on with us if you want to talk, if you want to join the show. Some people have jumped in and done that. We appreciate getting a chance to talk with you guys and anybody else regarding uh, coming in and talking about whatever you want to do. Um, oh, that's another good cornhole. 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 cornhole would be an easy one to set up in You here. know what? Maybe, maybe Kevin and Steve from St- Strategic Air Services will let us have a uh, bubble bubble hockey bubble hockey game that would fit perfectly I don't know what that there. is Scotty but I would really bubble I heard there's one in the building I think building. you need bubble hockey at your show on on there's Saturday There's a bubble night. hockey game well, in this. It might be a myth. <laughs> Someone beer told pong. me there is. Beer pong at the, yes, I MDZ think it's a myth. beer pong. The, the MDZ beer pong set brought to you by Whoever wants to sponsor it, I guess. Carol, <laughs> yeah, because you like nice Because you like nice things exactly. Okay, okay. do you guys hear me? Yeah. I hear you. Okay, I went out for a second. Don't worry about it. I don't know. Uh, Where'd you go? Yeah, well, I don't know. My sound disappeared (laughs) for a second. But anyway, it's back, so I'm grateful for that. Um, Also, when we talk about these stories that are coming up, if you guys have ideas and story ideas, and I appreciate it because I'm getting some, um, let us know. Message us however you can so that we can cover the stories that you want to cover and people that you think we should be covering or talking about 
when it comes to anything in life because there's something that's happening on a daily basis. And we always, all, and I repeat, always are trying to bring you the best interviews that we can. I always let tell Tabitha, like, Tabitha, what story? Because there's always so much that we're leaving out all the time. If there's a story, Tabitha. Oh, there's we, something I would very much like to talk that, about. And this is, it's every day I try to say it's like, and we got to get it sponsored, tab, like Tab's Take or something, or Tab's Throwdown, something of that nature, something that has you riled up today, fired up about what do people need to know about today, Tabitha? Today, you know what? I want to refer back to a poll that someone sent to me. And I was, <clears throat> I can't say I was shocked by this, but this was a Twitter poll. And the username was Iraq Veteran 8888 And there were... A hundred thousand votes. That's a lot of votes. As of yesterday, there's there's almost double that today. And guess what? The question was, do you think the United States military would fire on on their own people if ordered to do so? Hmm. Guess what? Seventy six percent said yes. And I I don't buy that. You don't think so? No. So you're you're gonna vote no. Twenty four percent said no. So twenty five. But think, yes, now, now it's 25. I pushed it over the edge. But think about the people that are voting are, are probably veterans because they're all subscribed to Iraq Veteran 8888. The way I feel about it. Do you believe it, that? Yes, I do. Really? And, and the reason why I believe that is I do believe that while I absolutely believe and I love our military and I believe that our military are overwhelmingly us, they're part of us. I do believe most of them are conservative. I also think if put in the right situation and they are told you have to fire on these protesters or or whatever, I, I really think they might do it. I don't know that they would do it for any lengthy time, but I think they would. I think they would feel like they uh, had so Scott, to. So, Scott, you don't think they would? I think I, I think a lot of them would drop their guns or, or, or start walking towards us to join the other way. I, I just... I don't see I think that. that would eventually happen. It only takes one. It does. And to follow the orders, here's the thing. I mean, that's, I'm that's, not that's, a, tough, that's a tough question. I'm not surprised by the it polling because question. the people that follow this guy clearly are like-minded. So like-minded people. But they're also veterans. But what are, would they shoot and at us veterans. for? What would they shoot at us well, for? Just we don't know. Care, freedom of speech? Hey, we don't know. They didn't, they, they didn't put out any scenario. Here's an example. So I don't I'll know. give you a scenario. Okay. January 6th situation whether you agree disagree what happened if that were to occur again and you have to quote follow orders 100% I could see it happening I could totally see it happening look at the police I, 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 I agree with, I agree with Tabitha on this that would have been and that, that would have started everything there it, would have been a, an absolute may definitive start. split and it would have started I think we would have seen a civil war at that yeah. point. And in my may, opinion. And we may see that. And I don't want to go all Tabitha, but hey no. I mean I'm I mean, usually it right. <laughs> it could it be. happens all over the world all the time. It because does happen all over the world. You see it all over the world. Yes. Yeah. I mean, exactly. why are we any different? We're not. DC Capitol Police. Lizzie, I see you. I hear you coming strong on our comment line. One hundred percent I could see Look it at happening. The branch Davidians. Look at uh you know, that, IRS right. agents are already, it's already set up. Happened, just Eric. because they're not from an airborne division doesn't mean it doesn't happen every single day. But that being said, I guess what what Scotty's saying is if you see um, some kind of paratroopers coming into a community to take over a a rowdy conservative MAGA community. Yeah, I think he's right. I think you're that, right. You know, well, I don't he's know. Right. I, I hope I'm I not think, right. That's no, a you, kind of a bizarre dimension just, that we live just, in now. But you made a great point. Look at what happened at the Bundy Ranch. 
Look what happened. Remember that Malhor Reserve, whenever they took over that park, they did that occupation uh, of a ranch because they were trying to take uh, the cattle in, in a Ruby like Ridge. Look yeah. at all of these different situations in which the government has already shot and killed Americans for protecting their own property. Mm. And that's what all these situations were about. The Branch Davidians, these were just these were just preppers who were protecting their own property who were living off the grid. Yeah. Glenn Thompson says, ask Ashley Babbitt. That's right. Who lost her life on January 6th when she was yeah. shot by, and correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't this a Capitol policeman? I thought it was Secret Service. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, it was, I, a, I, I believe, I don't know who it was. It was somebody in a, who was plain clothed, yeah. And I I don't know who it was. I don't, know. I don't I I don't recall. Can you write that guy's name down? Can you try to contact him and see if we can get him on to talk to him? Sure. He'd be an interesting guy to talk to, especially being a veteran when it comes to what made him what made him ask that question in the first place. I would like to know. Usually and, something prompts a question like that. And you know what? It's a uh, it's one of those perception is reality kind of a thing. You know what I mean? It's like if you have a poll that says 79% of the people believe that the United States military would fire on its own people. Well, that perception becomes reality to a lot of people. If that's really the numbers, I don't think it is. I think I'm right with Scotty. I don't think that everybody believes that. I do think that American, red-blooded Americans see the the missing man fly over at the uh, Super Bowl, and they're going, yes, but our military is the baddest on the planet. We could do our own poll. I guess you could. I feel like Give it's already it's already happened numerous times. We've already had Americans shot and killed by our law enforcement, and I'm not talking about. Oh, you're so you're a, you're I'm a not, defund the blue. Then. No, I was just no. I I love our police officers, uh-huh. but there have been many situations where police officers and the FBI and other organizations look at Waco. I mean, somebody brought up Waco. Well, that was at, FBI. That was not that I agree, was not the military. But look what happened. Look at the people who died. But Tabitha, I've got to a protect question. their lands. I was just told something privately. Yes. Tabitha, you like to bring up issues that some people would call conspiracy theory issues. Just be but just you to mean think truth, about, which could be truth. So it was a Democrat messaging. Do you. we know one hundred percent for sure that Ashley Babbitt is dead? <laughs> Here we go into another. It's like a rabbit hole. I feel like I'm in Alice in Wonderland. Is it possible? That went in a different direction than I was expecting it to go in. Is it possible that she could be in a witness protection program with Elvis? I don't know. I this I I, I, I knew I was going to throw you on this I one. I looked at the video of what happened. Because many was times. there was there an many open times. casket funeral for this woman? I don't believe there was. There and wasn't. Her, I will say her husband acted very suspiciously after this happened. It wasn't the typical. It was not what you expected. I Lizzie do, says, no, Ashley is dead. I do believe Amy's she is like, dead. Oh, my No, there God. was pictures of it. There I were, do. There were, there were well, pictures, pictures don't necessarily mean anything. I guess you're right. Uh, nor does video. I, I personally do believe she was dead, is dead, but but she was, a, she was a veteran. Her husband did act very strange. I can see why people question it. I personally do think she is dead. Why would people, but I see why people? Why question would people it. question this? And that's what I was getting to as my final question. Why would there be a question? I think a lot of people think she was an operative, in in the in the way that she was there to create chaos and to get shot to cause further chaos, and that she was really hired by the government. And I just looked at that's a comment. A lot of hey, Lisa, believe. I wasn't trying to be rude at all. I'm sorry to offend you. I just had a comment from a listener privately that said. Ask about Ashley Babbitt. Well, because we, are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, you didn't offend me. No, 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 no. Oh. Lisa said it was rude for me to bring that up. Oh. And I'm not trying to offend anybody. I was asked to bring that up, which is why 
I did because somebody who is a loyal listener to the show and very like-minded with you, Lisa, just said it's a question that needs to be talked about. Right. And it's sad. We've all lost people. Maybe not like that. Um, but not trying to be rude at all, just to, to make I, sure. I that think that it just it was the way you said it at first, but because but you were doing that for for to be funny and to be dramatic, in a good a little, way. Yeah, I mean it in a yeah. good way. But when yes. you think about you that, didn't offend me. I do believe she lost her life. I would that day. say this. Here's the deal: the Democrats have become just recently really good at getting the other side to take the bait. They took the bait last night. Joe Biden took him. He offered up. He put him put his line in the in the water, and he said something about uh, entitlements, about Social Security and uh, Medicare, Medicaid. And the Republicans jumped all over and said, "No, we're not in favor of getting rid of Medicare, Medicaid." And he goes, "Oh, we finally agree on something." So now they, he just took that off the table as far as negotiating for this big old stimulus or this big old um, you know package that they're about to start negotiating on. They, they they got Republicans of which Tabitha almost went to Washington DC to see the to see the rally. They got Republicans to say, hey, come over here and 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 protest over here on the steps. Hey, you see those doors over there? Smash them and go go take back your country. They did it. And we came in the next day on this show, whether you guys listen to it or not, and we said, that was a really bad, stupid ass idea. That was dumb. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted that that red-blooded Americans with MAGA hats and they are not the ones who broke down the broke in the window. Though. I just I just said that. Yeah, that was I the, just said that, that was the Antifa folks in the black. I just said that. I said that they are good at, at at pulling you in, drawing you in, and making you the criminal. In a lot of instances, they that's make, what Antifa. They does. are really good at making people who are protecting their property criminals. The media is in their court. They're, they're, they basically use it as a tool, and they and you got to figure out how to not jump into their traps anymore because they're setting traps for you all along the way. They're setting traps all over the way. They call you a racist when you don't agree with open borders, don't right? They call you an anti-climate person when you don't want to pay five dollar a gallon gas. You you step <laughs> exactly. you step into all of their traps. If you want to fight back, you have to learn how to be smarter. We do, we do fall into their traps, but. It's easy to fall into the traps because you we you know we people came to Washington D.C. that day to support President Trump and to stand up against the coup that took place against President Trump. They went there. Ninety nine percent of the people who were there that day were peaceful. They were singing patriotic songs. They were sitting around a big flag. They were there for the right reasons. Until Ray Epps started it all. Where the hell was Ray Epps? Has he been right found yet? Where's that guy? Yes. Where is where is he? He was you got on, that right, on the most wanted list and then disappeared, and now nobody can find him anywhere. And and Eric, this happens at most peaceful protests. And it happens on all sides. You know why? Because people like Antifa and the people who want to cause chaos, they're not Democrats and they're not Republicans. They are anti-government revcom. Communist, okay. well, socialist—they're they, winning, and they go. I don't to, care what you say about them; they're winning. They went to a lot of the Ferguson protests, okay, and they started trouble there. They, they well, were, Channel Two should they, have unmasked them well, because Channel it's in our two backyard. Probably doesn't understand the dynamics. They don't. But Local can, news does. That's not do. their fault. Well, then, didn't you guys go to damn journalism school? Didn't you guys learn how it, to really dig into the meat of a story? I think I yeah, did, and I, I went think, to like one semester. Well, here's the thing, though. That yes, that sounds great on the surface, Eric, but. Once again, it's all who's teaching journalism 
and how to do journalism. I, I do believe that Project Veritas should start up their own yes. their own yeah. in-depth journalism well, school. I don't. I'll tell you why. Because okay. I think then they would be too exposed and well, they wouldn't be able to get the kind of po- content possibly. that they get. Yeah, possibly. But that's, I mean, you've got to be able to look at both sides. Younger, I mean, I don't know what's happening. I mean, I can talk like, hey, I know this. I don't know what's happening <laughs> in the journalism schools right now. I don't. But I do know... Up until about five, six years ago, and you, you'll talk about some of these issues, but it all depends on your professor. A professor can change everything, good or bad, in regards to how you're learning. And it, it's also judged by the department heads. And that, and then, of course, you're a product of your environment a lot of times, too, Eric. So you're not, you're, you don't know how to do that. And then you can get your job. You can go to a local news station. And guess what? You just don't go straight to national news or to Fox News or to OAN or Newsmax, you have to hone your craft somewhere. And guess what? Wherever you go, you do what you're told to do by the bosses. And up until recently, and I don't know, maybe, maybe not, it's changing, you're worried about being canceled. You're worried about being fired if you try to say, well, we need to cover this and we need to cover that and cover every story. Then you have a lack of resources to cover every story then you don't have enough time to cover the full in-depth story. I mean, there's so many you should factors write a book. that go into getting You all should the write truth. a book. I'm not Called playing. Cancel This. No, you should literally write a book and say, look, I mean, not that not that local media it means what it did 40 years ago because it just doesn't. But I think it's a very interesting story to see the downfall or even the transition from a Walter Cronkite style. The transition of, would be. I would love yeah. to read it. I would read your book. Transition time. I mean, it's. It would be, it would be, it would go from Walt, it would go, you know, it would go from Edward R. Murrow to, to um, uh, propaganda. So whatever Edward R. Murrow was back in the 50s and the, in the 60s is what is, it would go to the leaflet drop over France during World War II. Because it is yeah. completely propaganda. They, omission is lying. That's the new cancel this bumper sticker. Yeah. If you omit call it something, trucked instead of the F word. If you omit yes. something in your national quote unquote United States nightly news broadcast, you are lying to the American people. Well, that's the difference between investigative journalism and, and being an anchor at a news desk. You know, and that's why Vic, you would be a phenomenal investigative journalist. Um, yeah, that's right. We'll call you the next Barbara. Well, I, I would think be, she's right. I would be. I fair. think she's fantastic. I would you be would right. be fair. Yes. And, and once again, I mean, that's all in the big plane here. It is. I mean, we just have to have the resources to be able to go out and do the things. And as soon as we get the resources, we can go do these things. That's what Dude. I'm saying. Donate if you know people around the country with lots of money and want truth to be told in full stories. How, let us know, and we'll because name our street team after a, you. Here's a question: How did a how did a guy that's bald and has a UFC T-shirt on become the most un, most incredible investigative journalist in the United States? I'm talking about Joe Rogan. How did he surpass CBS's uh, 60 Minutes? How did he surpass um, Walter Cronkite? I, this guy literally uncovers information. He sees both sides of the story, and he kind of basically what's he uncovering? He is, I don't feel like he's. I don't I'm feel like he's. Sure, an I'm not sure journalist. he's uncovering it, he but has, he has some really good guests exactly. Bingo. that are very yes. intelligent. Yes. Exactly. and he's no boom. There, he, he's well, not an expert, and, and he's, Eric, he's no dummy either. Eric, exactly, he, he does his research on the on the on the guests. Tabitha's uncovered yes. more than Joe Rogan. We are guests. we are way ahead of Joe Rogan. 
Joe is got a. Eric what always is, how, discredits us and gives. No, other, he, he, no, no he's not discrediting credit. us. He's not. just giving a lot of. What Rogan has done was phenomenal. I'm not buying you anything for your birthday. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he was phenomenal because. <laughs> it's he, the Joe Rogan box set. Joe Rogan <laughs> spent 25 years getting people to watch him and all of yes, his. Yes, he did. He became a brand. Yes. And then when he became a brand, then he, he was willing. It. He yes. parlayed it. I think Modern Day Zero is a much better band than Metallica, but Metallica sells out <laughs> stadiums. Exactly. That's well, all I'm you, saying. you, my friend, and are delusional. <laughs> no, I'm not delusional. I, I think love you guys, Modern Day Zero. You guys kick Metallica's and, and, ass. And while we're all patting ourselves on the back, if anybody wants a class in marketing, if you want to, Eric, you should start your no. own freaking program. No, I got, I'm an idea guy. Oh, no, I'm, t- I'm just an idea the, guy. The things Eric comes up with, it's phenomenal. It'll blow your no. mind. It's yes. like, the, it's up here. It's just like, okay, we got to have somebody to connect A to Z. I No. It's <laughs> and like, all the ideas that you, you have. You know so many no. things that I would not, not have a clue about it's when it comes just, to it's a just, lot of this stuff. I'm like on this show. If there's a problem, I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, Ice Ice Baby. Yo, if there's a problem, I'll solve it. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's, if you see okay. something, it's like a brain point. surgeon. If you go into an office on this show, we have we have so many tumors in this damn country. If you go into a, a brain surgeon's office and they go, you have a brain tumor. The last thing you want to hear is about socialism. You want to hear the, the doctor say, this is how we're going to fix it. You, it's you, going well, to get fixed. You, you will have be great re- ideas, but you need be somebody re- to execute if them. If jo- Joe from the, our comment line said, we need to get Eric in touch with Mike Lindell. As good as what Mike is wrong Lindell with you? You has done. You not a pillow. No, but what you Come can, on, no. Eric, Eric's like the old commercial. Remember the old commercial, Sharp? Like, we don't make the products you buy. We make the products you buy better. Oh, 3M? Wait, who was that? I thought it was Sharp. It might have been Sharp. Speaking no. of. Eric is the guy. Eric is the guy. Do you remember when we interviewed Mike Lindell? Yeah. And times. I told him he should come up with a spray, a detergent to spray on your sheets and pillowcases mm. to For get what? rid of COVID. And he, oh, he you did yes on our That's show. Brilliant. Do you know that. someone eventually came out with that product? It was not Mike Lindell. I'm like, if he would have just listened to me that day. He could have had his own. Oh. Well, you guys don't listen to me about the tranquilizer dart, and that's well, all. I know. <laughs> I don't. So whatever. That is, I every most of your ideas are phenomenal, and if you had somebody to execute them, and that's why when I say it's like idiocracy, I mean that in such yeah. a positive way. Because in that movie, that guy came in and the country was destroyed. If anyone hasn't seen Idiocracy, That's where you have to see I, that yes. movie. Because totally. it, is, it is absolutely true. It's where we're at now. It true. is. It and, is and, so true. And the, the world <laughs> was such chaos and crazy. And this guy came in yes. out of nowhere. And he became he came from the, the past into the future. And, and he knew everything. And Eric, he was just like you. He came up with all these ideas, and guess what? He saved the world. Well, his his weren't ideas. His were just common <laughs> sense of the day. That's all his were. Um, but, no, thank you guys very much. But I, I don't feel like that. I just think that we all need to be on the same page as saying, all right, we got to do things a little bit smarter now. We have to go sell our messages. Sarah Huckabee Sanders did a good job in trying to recruit new Republicans. I'd love to have $100 night. million dollars right now to yeah. recreate everything, Eric, and you would be in charge of all marketing, marketing yeah. and development. I pay, I charge Research, a lot. marketing, and development. <laughs> and I already know where I'd put you to work, man. I, I would put you to work fast. Just give me a dark office with a Coke and a, and a, and a defense. That's all you game. need. That's yeah. yeah. And that's where all your ideas come yeah. from. And you'll be like, yeah. And Scotty's like, okay, we'll do this. We'll do that. We'll make it happen. <laughs> but I've got to go do an interview first, though. Let me get this over here. <laughs> and I'm sick. <laughs> me too. 
It's Man, like you're I, I got excited. something for you out here. Hey, by the, the way, uh, I see that. I was watching that. What do you yes. got out there? Just a some vitamins. Some yep. vitamins? By the way, vitamin is, shot. Cancel this. Cancel this show. Dot com. We appreciate everybody joining us, liking us. Remember, as always, to subscribe. Even if the platforms, if you're not there, go like us on another platform as well. It helps us as we continue to grow the show. We appreciate it. That's for sure. Uh, let people know about us. Cancel this show.com. If you haven't seen an interview and you want to, you can go ahead and jump in there. If you know people that would be a great fit from an advertising standpoint as well, um, we appreciate you. Heck, I've even looking at the research. I don't even know if you guys realize this. 67% latest data shows that people listen to podcasts are more apt to purchase a product or get involved with a product from a podcast that they listen to because they support it and they support the people. So it's fantastic. I agree with that. And we need a, a sponsor for our Cancel this street team. And for our... our the uh, Cancel this street team. That would be fantastic. What is it? Cancel this takes. street What is that? The Cancel this street team yeah. is going to be us going out. Not us. Like louder than Crowder. It's out g- into the public. It's going to be your team, Eric. You're My going team? to head up... My interns? Some younger people <laughs> yeah. and send them to talk to the Tashars of the world. Love it. The Lori Lightfoots of the world. Yes, yes. We can set, we can dress them up in like uh, unicorn outfits. The AOCs of the world. We can set them up in, in, in rainbows and unicorn outfits, and then you'll Eric, get right into the mayor's office. Our street team, let's say you and I go out and do yeah. a street team, and Vic mm-hmm. and Scotty, we'll go out, we'll set up a table like Louder Than Crowder does, but we'll play a game called Are You Really a Democrat? And I can bet you that the Democrats that stop by our table, we will convince them that they are truly not a Democrat. Never going to happen. <laughs> Never going to happen. Never gonna happen. Uh, I play that game at bars all the time. I always win. And by the way, tomorrow we'll have a new guest in uh, that'll be coming up, uh, I think, in the 9 o'clock hour. Al James talked about him earlier. Pixie Dust Seasoning. Can't wait to have Al in as we start to partner with him and check out his uh, products as well. Uh, CancelThisShow.com. Check us out every day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. live Central Time. But you can also check out the shows on video afterwards and or on our podcast system. If you just want to take it with you on the go, have a chance to listen to it, want to send it to somebody, you can do that from our podcast standpoint as well. You go to CancelThisShow.com, where to stream you can check that out as well. We have a donate button there if you want to help donate to the show as well. Um, thanks again for making it a terrific hump day. Happy Wednesday to everybody. We'll catch you again for tomorrow's show. Have a great day. We'll have more of Cancel This.